You're listening to A Prophet, a collaboration between Sakhlain and Al-Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sakhlain.org support. In our discussion tonight, we'll examine two of the Prophet's moral values, ethical standards. One is Haya and the second is Wafa. Let's start with Haya. What's Haya? How would you translate Haya? Not Hayat, Haya. There is no accurate English translation for it. But basically, haya is translated as decency, shyness, humble, humility, being appropriate. All of that is haya. The Prophet was known to to have excessive haya. He was excessively appropriate, decent. He even would be shy. You know, there are some people, they're reckless. They never are shy to say anything or do anything. So they exceed the limit, they start doing wrong. The one who has hayat, that hayat stops you from doing wrong because it brings you decency. One hadith from Abu Sa'id al-Khudari, which we briefly examined before, he states, كَانَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ حَيِّيًّا The Prophet had the quality of having excessive hayat. And one example of that is that whenever someone would ask him for something, he would not say no. Why? Because he has haya. He's shy to say no. That's how much decency he had. You ask him for something, even if it's difficult for him to grant you what you're asking him, but because of his haya, he would not say no. Yes. Nowadays, if you're like that, people blame you. They say they take advantage of you, you are not... uh... Yes, sometimes people will try to take advantage of you. So the believer is also smart. You kind of have to know when it's a case where it's going to lead to negative consequences or they're setting you up and maybe trying to harm you. At that point, you have to draw a line. But if you can help someone, Sometimes there are some people who take advantage of you, right? But they're not harming you. They're just benefiting from you. It's okay. As a believer, give them. That's okay. Allah will compensate you. What's the problem? Where's the problem? Yes, the minute they have a plan, you sense, and you have to be smart, that they're trying to bring you down, they're trying to destroy you and your family. Okay, you have to protect yourself. But you, but a lot of times, it's, it's not to that extent. About the haya of the Prophet, this hadith is amazing. It says, كَانَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَآلِهِ أَشَدُّ حَيَاءً مِنَ الْعَذْرَاءِ فِي خِدْرِهَا لَا إِلَهَا <laughs> You know, in Arabic culture, a woman who's, who was not married, she was known to have haya because she doesn't have experience, she's not dealt with people, she's just in her room in her dad's house. So she had a lot of shyness, she's shy. Right? Because she, she has not even left the house. Just keep that in mind, this background context. <laughs> so the Prophet ﷺ had more haya than, a, than an unmarried girl in her dad's house. Can you imagine the Prophet? Now what's amazing is that the Prophet is a leader. 
He's leading a nation, he's leading a war, a battle, yet he had so much haya. That's the beauty of a believer. When it comes to the haq, you're firm. When it comes to the haq, you're not shy, but you're decent. You still have that shyness. So you have to maintain that balance. When it comes to your religious values, your moral values, you're very strong, you're very firm. Sometimes you have to even go to war like the Prophet did. But he still had more hayat than, a, than an unmarried girl in her house. By the way, today's society has changed. Today's society favors the one who's bold, who's in your face, who's not always honest. And that's a problem. Society rewards such people. They get more power. They get a greater influence. Society allows them more manipulation. But sometimes if you're shy, if you have haya, you're decent, you're appropriate, you go by the rules. People don't, yeah, people don't pay attention to you. They don't respect you that much. And that's a problem. However, remember, you work for Allah, not for society. Let's examine now some specific examples of the Prophet's haya. So we know he had haya, but let's look at some examples. Number one, the Prophet when he would talk to you, he would not fix his eyes in your face. He would not fix his nadar, his gaze in your face out of shyness. You know sometimes when you're talking to someone, you look them directly into the eye. No, the Prophet would not do that. He's talking to you, but he lowers his eyes a little bit. See, that's a sign of respect. He's respecting you. He's not acting all superior. Some people know when they look at you, it's as if they're going to swallow you any minute. That's how much bold, that's how much boldness they have. That's one. The second example, when the Prophet wanted to make, point out something that maybe would have made someone uncomfortable. Let's say you're committing a mistake, you're doing something wrong. Remember, he's a community leader, he's a prophet, he has to show you right from wrong. The prophet would not do it directly, he would use indirect references. Or if he had a request, he would say so indirectly. Some people know, they're very direct. Don't be direct, even if you're fixing someone's mistakes, right? You're pointing out to them their faults, say it indirectly. That way you preserve their dignity. That's how he was. Number three, the companions have mentioned that the Prophet was never seen going out to the bathroom, never. That's how much decency and hayat he had. In fact, in fact, one day the hadith states a group of hypocrites. They said the Prophet is leaving, he's going out to the open desert. So they thought maybe the Prophet is going, you know, to use the bathroom, they said let's follow him. Let's follow him and then see exactly what happens. So the companions told them don't bother. No one has ever seen the Prophet going to the bathroom. So that's how much hayat he had. Now someone can say okay this is too much, this is excessive, but the Prophet is an example that have decency in all aspects of your life. The next example, is the house of Al-Haratha, to just show you the haya of the Prophet. So basically the hadith states, 
Abu Bakr came forward to the Prophet proposing for Lady Fatima, the Prophet refused. Omar came, the Prophet refused. Then the people went to Ali ibn Abi Talib, they told him, Ali, why don't you go? We know that he's not going to give Fatima to anyone else but you. See the haya of Imam Ali. The Imam had haya. He knows Allah has planned this, but he has to show haya and decency. So now that the people pressured him, he had an excuse. <laughs> Let me go to the Prophet. So he went on the first day to the Prophet. He visited the Prophet wanting to propose, but he was too shy. This is Ali, the one who carries the Bab of Khaybar, but look at his haya. So he left. The second day he visited the Prophet, he couldn't say. The third day the Prophet told him, Ali, three times you come, I know you want to tell me something. Tell me. Imam Ali kept silent. So the Prophet made it easier. The Prophet told him, have you come to propose? Imam Ali said yes. Okay, so after that the Prophet accepted and Basically, he told him, okay, when would you want to have the wedding? Imam Ali said, yani, honestly, I don't have a house. I just have my shield, I can sell it, but I can't buy a house with it, you know. A house is too expensive. So, right now there was a dilemma of if they were to have the wedding next month, where would they live? Then in that case, Imam Ali told the Prophet, there is only one house here in this neighborhood and that belongs to Haritha ibn Nu'man, one of your companions, one of the companions of the Prophet. That's the only house available here. I don't have any other house that I can find. So Imam Ali was suggesting to the Prophet, should we talk to Haritha ibn Nu'man to give us one of his houses, one of his rooms? He had given the Prophet some other rooms. The Prophet states, Wallahi laqad istahyayna min haritha ibn al-Nu'man qad akhadna ammata manazila. The Prophet says, Wallahi I'm embarrassed, I'm shy. Because haritha ibn al-Nu'man had a lot of rooms and houses, we took many of them, he gave it to, to us. I'm shy to ask him for one more. Even though this is for your daughter, for Imam Ali and Lady Fatima. Somebody went to Haritha and reported to him what the Prophet said. Haritha ibn Nu'man came, he told him, Ya Rasulullah, ana wa mali lillahi wa li Everything I have is for Allah and His Rasul. Look at some of those decent companions. Wallah, ma shay'un ahabbu ilayya mimma ta'khudu. I swear there's nothing sweeter on my heart than for you to take what I have. And what you take from me is better for me than what you don't take. So please, please take this house. The Prophet thanked him, he prayed for him. And Fatima and Imam Ali went to that house for a while until their rooms were built. So they spent there some time. Look at the Prophet He does not take advantage of his position. Someone with his power, with his respect, with his level of sacrifice, yes, give me, I'm your prophet, but not Rasulullah. He says, I swear by Allah, I'm ashamed. See, that's a quality of a true mu'min, of a true believer.